0: The galaxy is burning, brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancers Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit.
1: Welcome, listeners, to the Remembrances Retreat. Uh, we have a bit of a strange episode tonight, since it is only myself, Michael, and Jared here tonight. How's it going? Uh, but what that means is it's the perfect opportunity to talk even more about the Imperial Fists. There's such a wealth of
2: material that uh, you know, it warrants a revisit.
1: And no one else on the podcast truly appreciates how important the Imperial Fists are. Or was available to record this evening. Yeah, that too. You know, you go with the <laughs> yeah, trees. It, it is what it is. Uh, anyways, we are here tonight. So let's get into it a little bit. And I know just a couple weeks ago we talked about the Imperial Fists, uh, we covered the uh, new mechanics for them then. Uh, so please refer to that episode if you're looking for more crunchy details on each unit. Uh, tonight we're going to talk more about the overall and the thematic elements you may want to go with. Um, so Jared, why don't you get us started? Uh, oh Boy, just basi- so- basic reminder, why would someone even want to play Imperial Fists, other than the obvious fact that they are the best? <laughs> I mean, there is that. Uh, but you know, to, to me, these
2: are uh, they're my favorite legions. Almost solely from uh, exposure from the books, um, I got into them from reading the Black Book Three uh, and um, a couple of the Black Library books, uh, Crimson Fist, uh, Praetorian of Dorne. Uh, you know, we see a legion that's good at being a legion, um, a legion that's you know reliable. To, to a fault almost um, but who are still good at fighting who are still still great warriors and you know yeah they're kind of getting their uh, you know golden time here at the onset of uh, 2.0 with you know being the poster child for the new box set uh, having some really 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 good rules and characters um, but it's not undeserved at this point uh, and no. I, it's funny talking with uh, some some of the folks who've come over from the 40k community who tell me that nobody plays Imperial Fist in 40k it's it's an exceeding, exceedingly rare thing to see a yellow army of uh, power armor on the board which is kind of a bummer but uh, yeah I guess that's just the meta of, of ninth edition not that I know much about that at all
1: yeah, I can't say I've been keeping up with it. Um, I have noticed in 30k, there are a lot of yellow armies out there.
2: My god. Uh, I think Nova opening salvo of 24 players, I believe 6 were Imperial Fists.
1: Which Incre- is nuts. Yeah, that, that's nuts. <laughs> um, I, I do think it makes sense, because we talked about it a little bit uh, when we are talking about the rules for them, but imperial fists are just good at being space marines yeah yeah um
2: i I do think from you know if i were a a new player looking to get into 30k you know the rules are so not rudimentary but they're straightforward yeah yeah you're better at shooting uh you're you know, your units are, are tough, they're durable, they have a better save, uh, you know, your Terminators with the Storm Shields. They're, they're user-friendly for somebody who, who, you know, might be just getting their feet wet in 2.0. Yeah,
1: uh, the question was asked in the in the Discord the other week. Uh, what would you like to see for your Legion if your Legion got like a combat patrol box? And I really think the answer for Imperial Fists is a Dactyl Squad and Terminators. Yeah, yeah just the bread and butter yeah um
2: but i, I that... would love to see like a just a cohesive like phallax order box where you just yeah buy that and then you get that but hey that's you know that's a that's a santa's wish list type thing but, but no you're right um
1: getting started in bureau fists you want the basic space marine units
2: yeah yeah you know predators sickerins, They're you know yeah Basic, straightforward things. It it is nice seeing in 2.0 also, you know, definitely more Imperial Fist players, but more Sons of Horus players too. I think uh, you know the the face time on the box set is is helpful for them because, man, I mean, 1.0 that was like a couple guys, yeah, barely any. Pat has some in our you know local group, but really that was, I mean, he was it for a while. Um, it's it's refreshing and, and cool to see you know people getting into the Sons of Horus and, and them being really really good now.
1: I have not had the joy of playing Sons of Horus this edition yet, but
2: um, I, I had a really really good game against uh, a gentleman named Grady from came down all the way from New York at Nova. Hmm. I think that was our first Excursiatus game, and uh, he brought like a really like like straightforward you know gunline type list you know a couple of land raiders with vets uh, destroyer squad uh, like three dreadnoughts and it, it was it was a blast it was a fantastic game They kind of tabled him but you know Sigismund um, <laughs> yeah but no he was a, it was a super fun game he was a, he was a great guy to play with um, but seeing the list he brought which was very very straightforward and and relied on, you know, legion line units, which was really cool. It was awesome, um, and it was still a very good list. It was, I think it did well excruciatus overall.
1: Um, yeah, I've liked seeing more of the quote unquote standard legion lists being played.
2: Yeah, it's um, you know, it's great that they're good in 2.0 now. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not hurting. You're not getting tabled by, you know, mechanical players one, you know, immediately. Um, It's really, really cool. I think that's probably the best thing that 2.0 has done as a, as a, you know, change from 1.0 is just making those units, which you read about in the books and, and have seen, you know, for years now they're, they're awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, even Man, more there's so. There's so much
2: more available now.
1: Yes. Even more so with Imperial Fists. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a little dumb, but uh, I started playing Imperial Fists because um, at that point I didn't care much about any of the legions. Uh, but I did know that I rolled terribly. <laughs> <The> worst <laughs> rolling ever. And I figured I needed all the help I could get
2: hitting on those twos is, is gonna
1: yeah that was exactly it <laughs> um since then i've come to enjoy them for other reasons as well Fair, uh, fair. okay figured out how to paint yellow and then they gave us contrast <laughs> and was able to ignore that yeah 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 yellow used to be the the
2: hardest color and now it's it's just stupid easy it's yeah. the easiest part of my process it, it it's beautiful but it doesn't feel fair in the same sense
1: you just slap it on.
2: Oh, man.
0: It's great.
2: I, I mean, I use rattle cans now. It's just like, what What the hell? What's I doing yeah. all those years? <laughs> rattle cans, streaking grime. It's just it's cheating. Yeah. In a good way. Um. <laughs> but no, for, for our listeners who, who, you know, maybe haven't uh, heard much of, of Michael yet. Michael is, is very much a Battlefleet gothic player who who also got into 30k <laughs> uh, uh,
1: last edition i built my army around some mortalis uh, yeah yeah and then ran into a lot of trouble when i played games that weren't some mortalis because i had terminators and tactical squ- tactical squads it, it, it do be that way <laughs> uh, i'm very happy with the new edition and being able to actually use my terminators and tactical squads in open battle though uh, that's that's been a lot better. Deep striking wins worse. That it does.
2: Man, does it ever!
0: Um,
1: speaking of void battles, uh, what notable conflicts uh, can you think of that uh, a new Imperial Fist player could like build an army around? Oh boy! There's you know there's the obvious one and a half, I'd say. <laughs>
2: I mean, there is the Siege of Terra. I guess. I, I guess uh, if
1: if you want to be boring about it, there's the Siege of Terra. So there's a couple.
2: I mean, there's a, there's a million one approaches you could have to this. Um, but to our 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 new players, or just just to, to the fists meta, I feel like because I, I follow the 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 30k fist page pretty closely and and see. You know the approaches some people take and some of them are pretty restricting and mm-hmm. what they can uh what they view as lore appropriate or fluff appropriate for the imperial fist um, <laughs> and as somebody who has pseudo obsessively uh picked apart you know all the the action scenes of the imperial fists and, and particularly the siege of Terra books but a lot of the, the black books and the, the campaigns um I would say we're a much more open-ended legion than people give us credit for. Um, Here's some good examples. Um, I don't have it on hand, but I I do remember it really well. Uh, There's a notable engagement called uh, Salvation's Run, uh, in which an Imperial Hive City was besieged by a a traitor force with vastly numeric superiority and... They had used a uh, a bio agent, some sort of, of, of disease phage, to uh, infect the populace, um, and the Imperial Fist came in and kind of saved the day. They did what's called what would, what came to be known as Salvation's Run. They uh, basically punched through the uh, through the traitor lines and secured a like antiviral agent, you know, a, a COVID vaccine, if you will, and <laughs> brought it back to the hive and inoculated the populace and saved the city. And the disease ended up ravaging the traitor's forces. Um, and you know, the loyalists ended up winning the engagement. Uh, but the things that they did it with was a force of, uh, Imperial fist assault Marines, uh, mm. every, you know, an entirely jump packed force. Cause they had to, you know, go quickly and, and, you know, be extremely mobile. Um, you Know, not many people run Imperial Fists, uh, assault marines. I, I think I saw one guy there, Jake, uh, huh. who had uh, at Nova who had some, uh, some assault marines and he used them really well. Um, and they I think they're still a fine unit to you know accompany, um, you know, the rest of your force, but you know, they're still a fantastic unit and you could still have a lot of fun fielding those in an Imperial Fists army. Uh, yeah. You know, another one that sticks out to me. I've been going through and and listening to all the the audio dramas again. Uh, And there's one uh, town of... uh, Not town, of course. geez, Eagle's Town. Sorry. Yeah. Uh,
1: Who,
2: uh, you know, they're fighting on Talarn. And there's a couple squads of Imperial Fists that make it onto one of the bulk landers that the Iron Warriors uh, have in orbit. And... I won't, won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't listened to it because it's very, very good, but they're recon Marines. Um, and it's even brought up in, in the story that like, Hey, this is not a, a standard operating procedure for the Imperial fist. Um, uh, you know, it's not what they're known for, but in this engagement through, you know, stealth insertion on an enemy ship, um, you know, sort of hit and run tactics. Um they're displaying a level of tactical flexibility that most people would not uh have attributed to the Seventh Legion. Um, so again, if you wanna run a a uh you know, recon company right a war with your Imperial fists, I think it's still fluffy. Particularly now that your your nemesis bolters are gonna hit on twos. Yeah
1: uh it'll be good too
2: yeah yeah <laughs> okay. uh, you know I've got in the the back of my head I've got a, a plans to make some sort of a, a list similar to that sort of as a uh you know during the siege you know the walls have fallen we need guys who can fight kind of covertly mm-hmm. uh, and you know do sort of hit and run raids and work behind enemy lines uh, so you know run a bunch of have, uh recon marines and maybe some Seekers, um, you know, in the recon company, right of War. I think that'd be a fun list.
1: Yeah. Um, um, but I run Seekers when I can, and they're a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. I, I haven't made any yet, and I know I need to.
1: Yeah. Uh, I remember, pretty sure it was Praetorian of Dorn, where a big deal is made of... Um, whatever their duty is the imperial fists will do it with their own hands yeah um, and that extends to every aspect of warfare because the imperial fists while they may prefer certain ways of fighting they do acknowledge that there are a lot of different elements to warfare um, and so recon marines snipers they're going to do that um, I feel like a lot of people remember from that book uh, the argument between Dorn and Alpharius, where uh, Dorn is objecting to Alpharius' methods. But he's not objecting to the assassinations, he's objecting to assassinating civilians. Uh, if it had been battlefield commanders, Dorn's completely on board with that. <laughs> um, and so bring on the sniper rifles. Yeah, yeah. Cut off the head, leave the enemy in chaos, and send in, you know, the tactical marines to mop up. Yeah, and
2: you know, to be a hundred percent clear, folks, Dorne also did totally use librarians during the war. So, you know, you can bring a librarian, bring an esoterrorist if you want to, bring a Primus nullificator.
1: It's, oh, don't it's all good. don't worry, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that here. Okay, <laughs> um, but uh, to hit on. One of the more classic engagements that the Imperial Fists were in, uh, Battle of Fall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If it's on a spaceship, they were using it. Um, This is where you see Stone Gauntlet uh, originating. Maybe not in the fluff, but in terms of inspiration-wise, you know, rank upon rank of boarding shields teleporting onto the enemy ship and then marching from one end to the other to clear it. Yep. That was um, their
2: exemplary battle and well, not their exemplary battle, but that was, that was their notable engagement of Book oh, yeah yeah, you know, where they
1: got introduced. Uh, I believe it was also their, uh, no, Pluto was their exemplary battle. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also a great I battle too. They had one on Pluto and
2: one on Necromunda. Did I gotta go back and look at those again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that's where I learned that they were like Legion who brought Necromunda into compliance
1: yeah I think that was and, their notable battle that they got in their uh, black book write up mm-hmm. um, I think and they then, a couple uh, the exemplary battle uh, PDF mm-hmm. where we got the Huskars was Pluto
2: yeah yeah you're right
1: Yeah, that's and what that
2: it was was a paradise ever since
1: <laughs> something like that
2: it's a beautiful it's a great community
1: <laughs> it's truly looking out for their neighbors
2: yes yes <laughs> Rigorous HOAs uh, <laughs> sidewalks are swept. Or it's, else. All good. it's all good.
1: It's all good.
2: This is what the Seventh Legion
1: <laughs> can do for your world, people. Uh, um so yeah, Battlefall, a lot of inspiration there. Oh yeah. Any sort of ship based uh, army you want, it was that fall. Uh, and uh, then, of course, when f- uh, fall ended, uh, Imperial Fists had to flee into the warp. Into a warp storm, specifically. Uh, and it was, what, a third of the fleet that made it back to Terra? Something like that.
2: I've, all the reading I've done is they're real vague on the numbers. Me, yeah. You know casualties were catastrophic but also a bunch made it out and you know, made it back to terra and
1: some got scattered all over the place and you know it's that's my memory of it as well is about a third made it back to terra a third died there yeah and a third were scattered across the other half of the imperium that's about right um i haven't i haven't read those books but i know uh some of them end up in uh ultramar yep uh, uh, and then fighting over the Pharos.
2: Alexis Pollux and his boys. Okay, yeah, uh, he becomes BFFs with uh, Barabbas Dantioch. sort of a you know, star-crossed lovers type thing. Okay, it's good times. It's good books. <laughs> you should definitely.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll check it out. Um,
2: Unremembered Empire is not Dan Abnett's best. Mm, gotcha. By gotcha. any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> It has a lot of good things, and like it advances the plot a lot. But it's it's it's
1: not Saturday night. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, what I'm hearing is great chances to have allied contingents, either Absolutely. of fists or of, of other armies. Oh, yeah. Fists uh, next to Ultramarines uh, could mm-hmm. be fun. Uh, everyone loves Iron Warriors next to Imperial Fists. <laughs> It would be amusing. Yeah. Just
2: to watch Iron Warriors players completely lose their mind. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that.
1: <laughs> That'd be funny.
2: It'd be funny. Yeah. It'd be really funny. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, if you put together like a thousand points of Iron Warriors, then uh, mm-hmm. you and I could uh, play some Battle of scenarios too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. You know, we have so few Iron Warriors players in the meta. I've really considered just. Yeah. doing that. It's not like they're hard to paint.
1: Right. It, it's what? A rattle can? Maybe yeah. you wash it in Null Oil?
2: Throw some Hazard Stripes on there. I mean, you're like 80%. If,
1: if you feel fancy, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, I remember from the Black Books uh, that along with those who got scattered to Ultramar, there are some that got scattered to the Galactic North as well. Um, Ending up essentially as a shattered legion behind enemy lines. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's actually uh, the theme around my various forces. Really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, scattered to the north behind enemy lines, kind of fighting mm-hmm. with what they got. Fair. Yeah.
2: I dig it. I dig it.
1: Right? Well... Um,
2: uh, and you know, with that, I mean really you've got
1: carte blanche to, to do what you want you know exactly you can paint them how you want you can have them fighting what battles you want yeah one of the reasons i did it is i didn't want to be tied down to specific battles um and with them being this shattered force they can be anywhere pretty much
2: yeah yeah uh, and Yeah, I haven't looked at the Allies matrix here recently, but once Mortals get uh, you know 2.0 rules, I I cannot wait to run them alongside my Imperial fists as either an Allied detachment or just you know running Mm -hmm. two armies at once as I I occasionally do. Um, Is honestly, I feel like more than any other Legion fists are are prone to do that, just due to you know necessity.
1: In the fluff, yes. But weirdly enough, in the Allies Matrix, uh, they are only fellow warriors. Hmm. So, like, no negatives to doing that. Yeah, yeah. Not not Sworn Brothers level, though. Uh, For that, you need Space Wolves, Blood Angels, Ultramarines, or Salamanders. Space Wolves? Yeah. That's real weird.
2: Like, Blood Angels, uh, Ultramarines, and Salamanders, I totally get. Yeah. Space Wolves. I I am baffled.
1: I think it's because they both like the word huskarl. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
2: I don't know. That is odd. That is truly odd.
1: Uh, On the other hand, ultramarines, salamanders, and blood angels all work really well with that uh, scattered legion archetype. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, You've got a small force of imperial fists scattered to the opposite end of the galaxy uh, and they run across you know Imperium Secundus, Ball, the Shattered Legions and they make some friends
2: yeah, yeah you know I I say I'm perplexed by it but I also remember one little blurb from, uh, oh man what's the Black Templar's book set on Armageddon it's got Grimaldus in it be hell's reach thank you Jeez. yeah uh you know the the black templars who granted are you know the angriest of, of dorn's boys uh, are fighting alongside a group of salamanders who are they you know they're all fighting alongside the imperial guard and the black templars are like after an engagement like what the hell man you guys you know the salamanders you know you didn't you didn't support us you know we were assaulting and you guys just kind of hung back and the salamanders are like what what I mean we we were doing what we're the way we fight so I could see the, the imperial fist being you know extra aggressive yeah or just a little
1: more than average certainly yeah. yeah
2: yeah um it could be a little alienating
1: and I do think the two legions mechanically would complement each other well.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Outflanking some Space Wolves close combat units, set up a gun line with the Imperial Fists. Oof. The army writes itself, really.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can charge out of outflank too now, can't you? Yep. That's
1: just rude. <laughs> right? Almost as rude as charging a, uh, out of Deep Strike. almost. Almost. <laughs> I don't know of any other battles that the Imperial Fists are noted for being at. Um, not off the top of my head, anyways.
2: Uh, book six has a
1: fantastic
2: uh, timeline of like notable stuff in the heresy. It's sort of a, you know, hey, this is book six, here's the heresy to date. Okay. Um. And it has a bunch of really cool, like, one-offs of, you know, hey, this battle is mentioned here and almost nowhere else.
1: Seems like that's a good place for any uh, player to go look, then, for inspiration for any army.
2: If you have access to Book 6, it starts on page 28. There's one other engagement in which the Imperial Fist took place that they get very little recognition for, um, and that's the destruction of Bot um and if you haven't read book six uh bot is a sort of a world eaters recruitment world um so it's sort of a, a mad max style desert hellscape where uh, you know sort of warring barbarian tribes you know fight and kill each other and the most notable get picked up as inductee to the world eaters so that that world is firing on all cylinders uh, you know, producing World Eaters and uh, the uh, force of Iron Hands, Solar Auxilia and Imperial Fists force led by Autech Moore basically comes and invades the planet via drop-pot assault also something you don't expect out of Iron Hands um, and lands a force on that world and uh, basically they're they're fighting this all-out assault Um, against you know the barbarian tribes against uh, world eaters and there's a whole force of uh, imperial fists that come down on drop pods with it and engage the world eaters Um, and like during the battle Autechmoor like goes into one of the vaults on the planet by himself and comes out alone with some sort of archaeotech device nobody knows what it is and once he's got it everybody leaves the world And then once all the loyalist forces are off, he drops an asteroid on the planet and obliterates it. It's great. You can't, you know, we can safely assume he walked away from the explosion with his back turned. Of course. Probably putting on sunglasses while also lighting a
1: cigarette. Now I'm picturing him putting on sunglasses over top of the helmet.
2: That's right. Yes. Okay.
1: That's Luff. Perfect.
2: From Games Workshop. Yep.
1: (laughs) Uh, But but no, that's... uh, uh, so yeah. I gotta say so, uh you say Mad Maxi Hellscape, and I'm thinking you know the Imperial Fists there were all from Necromanda. <laughs> like, oh, this is just, just this is just the ash wastes again. This is reliving you know, <laughs> my whole. childhood. <laughs> I have a weird sense of nostalgia and I don't know why.
2: Right. <laughs> no, really, on the uh um uh, all the going through the artwork for it, uh it's just a really, really beautiful uh Displays for it in this chapter, and it looks like, like you know, Tom Hardy could be riding a dune buggy around here and it would look completely spot on. <laughs> um, it's fantastic. Um, but so, yeah, you know, uh,
1: like, yeah. I, I wonder if you could run Mad Max as an assassin. I think you should. In a mechanized Imperial Fist Army? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: We've got great tanks. Yeah. You know? Uh, but you know, like like me, I've got you know two or three thousand points of Iron Hands sitting around uh, that I bought off of Will when he abandoned his like first wave of Iron Hands. Every time Will starts a new Iron Hands project or a new army project, I just kind of file it away in my back of my head that okay, I'm probably going to buy this at some point
1: because it <laughs> seems a great way to get beautiful armies.
2: It, it, it is. It truly, truly is, man. It's the more Nathan I got off of him, man. It's good times. Good times. Uh, but seriously, you know, you know, I could run those guys as allies all day. Um, and it's fluffy and it's good. And, and you know, something to keep in mind at all. I, I just ran across a, a, a unit roster here uh, of, you know, roughly force dispositions for the, the armies fighting on bot uh, Imperial Fists Composite Survivor Garrison Company so yep. that could be anything
1: <laughs> that was another thing I wanted to mention is the Imperial Fists had garrisons all over the Imperium mm-hmm. uh, my understanding is most of them were packing up when the heresy broke out uh, but that means they were still there and still uh, and then the storm pops up and they can't get to Terra
2: yep um, uh, but uh, it says here uh, survivor garrison company of less than 800 legionaries that's a ton of guys
1: in terms of what we put on the table that is a ton of
2: guys yeah yeah that's that's way more that's you know probably a, a couple battle companies
1: here um, <laughs> certainly so, more than enough to have a couple armies yes on the very table. much so
2: yeah. Uh, so it's just trying to put that in perspective for people. Uh and that could be, you know, at this point the heresy's been going on several years. They could be armed with any damn combination of whatever and and it's fluffy. It's good. Um you know, don't limit yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know. Everybody you know, I love playing Stonewallet. I love I love uh you know, Hammerfall Strike Force and Sigismund and running, you know, thirty Templars, and you know, bringing Fafnir on and you know, having them be buddies. I love doing the the you know the epitome of, of Imperial
1: Fistum, but not everything is the Siege of Terra. Exactly. Don't exactly. feel like you need to make it the Siege of Terra. Yeah,
2: it, it's don't don't limit yourself.
1: And frankly, even if it is the Siege of Terra, maybe think about you know instead doing Solar War. Um, yeah. covered extensively in Praetorian of Dorne uh, there's a lot of fists throughout the solar system doing a lot of different things mm-hmm. you want to do Recon Company you can make them Terra uh, themed uh, you want to do Hammerfall Strike Force there's room for that too uh, heck in uh, kind of the opening of Praetorian uh, there's a uh, jump pack assault that takes place again. If you want to use the Sol marines, there you go.
2: You totally should use the Sol marines. They're really good.
1: They seem really cool. I want some. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, I found the I found the little blurb from the uh, Salvation's Run thing. I, I, okay. Let me read this real quick. Go for uh, it. 009 M thirty one. So this is you know a couple a year or two into the heresy. Uh, the sangral campaign and the Salvation Run. A hand-picked Imperial assault force dispatched from Terra launches a daring raid to capture the antidote of a slow-burning Exterminatus Clash viral weapon deployed against a Loyalist holdfast at Gramercy on, on the contested Hive world of Herculaneum after recovering the antidote stock from the Traitor Mechanicum Biologist Gene Labs. So, they did a heist, folks. <laughs> uh... <laughs> The heavily outnumbered Imperial Fists then fight their way through mass Traitor forces, running a deadly gauntlet through the Underhives, Herculaneum, to deliver the antidote to Loyalist Medici detachments, thus saving the population of Gramercy from subhive. Viral Overspill ravages the Traitor forces, now unable to contain or cure the Contagion in their own ranks, and within weeks, Herculaneum is liberated. Legend of the Salvation Run becomes a rallying cry for Loyalist support in the Sector. Turning the Sangral campaign in the loyalist favor and cementing their hold on the segmentum solar. Suck it, Dark Mech. <laughs> but yeah, you know, nothing in that was you know typical Imperial Fist. I am one hundred percent sure none of those guys were using a shield ball <laughs> to, to you know get through there. Um,
1: not a job for the heavy subtype.
2: No, not at all. Uh um, not gonna lie at some point i want to do a, a campaign or some kind of a, a event tailored around that little blurb
1: because um, it's just so cool
0: yeah would be
1: that'd be very cool to do that i think covers the the breadth of what you can do with a loyalist imperial fist army yeah um, and it is wide uh naturally the first thing you think of is the siege of terror as mm. as it should be Uh, That is their biggest engagement. That's kind of their showpiece. That being said, there's so much more they were doing. Wherever you're at, there's an excuse for Imperial Fists to be there, except maybe István.
2: Yeah, definitely not István.
1: Yeah. But anywhere else, you can have Imperial Fists there, Mm -hmm. and it makes sense. Um, There's also uh, another type of army you can run with Imperial Fists. No, you can't yeah you can no you can't lying. you can and you're going to ask me how you do it no I'm not you can't okay then it's I'm going to happening. put words in your mouth <laughs> uh, and I'm going to say oh Michael but what what if I want to run traitor imperial fists uh, uh, it, enlighten me Michael as to how we would do that first I will point out that there is nothing in the rules that say you can't it's true. For the people who are going to try and say that it's not fluffy, you can't do it. You can You absolutely can. There's no mechanic stopping you. And it can even make sense fluff-wise in a couple of ways. Um, so I myself run uh, Trader Fists on occasion. Not my preference, but, you know, sometimes you got to balance things out, and I like to be fluffy about it.
2: Would you have eight more loyalist players than Trader players? Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> needs
1: must. Needs must. Uh, and we can embrace that the question is how are Imperial fists turning traitor the one I like is uh another one of Dorn's blurbs the first axiom of defense do you know what that is Jared it's all right put if put not. me on the spot like that yeah I know I'm putting you on the spot don't don't worry about it if you don't uh kill because... them <laughs> almost kill them. The first axiom of defense is to know what you defend against. Mm. So, you know, you got these weird warp entities showing up, stabbing your dudes. Um, The first step is to know what you defend against. You need to understand these warp entities. You need to maybe read a book, uh, learn some names, uh, things that a couple thousand years from now, the Inquisition will say is a terrible idea because this is how chaos corruption gets in. By learn, trying to learn about chaos. Casually falling to chaos. Like um, that. And that's why I've painted up an Esoterist. Because ah, the guy... There was some weird shit going on and he tried to figure it out. And he did figure it out. And then this he is decided to serve a higher calling.
2: Third eye was opened,
1: so to speak. So to speak.
2: You know, there is a blurb in Lost in the Dam specifically mentioning that Where Malkador tells Dorne, uh, look, we didn't really tell you about demons because you would have tried to study and quantify them like you study and quantify everything. And in doing so, you would have fallen to chaos. So we just kind of kept you in the dark. Sorry.
1: I was unaware of that. And that makes me feel Fantastic. Yeah, it is a bit supported by the fluff. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I knew it was supported. That's... I didn't know it was that directly supported, though. Oh, oh yeah,
2: yeah. No, he, he comes Floss out and says it.
1: it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the other idea I've had for Trader Fists is you have one of these garrisons uh, scattered, packing up, um, kind of on the northern end of the Imperium. Uh, and uh, they have a messenger show up in uh, some kind of greenish blue armor and tells him hey guys you're not going to believe this but Malkador has turned on the Imperium he has Dorne and the Emperor held captive within the Imperial Dungeons I'm joining with Horace we're going to overthrow him you guys should come with us Mm. admittedly that's not going to work forever that would hold up for like a week (laughs) but a week is plenty of time to get some battles in yeah 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 it is. It, it would hold. It would hold out just long enough. It would hold hold out until uh, those imperial fists met a loyalist army who didn't shoot the traitors on sight. Mm hmm. Um. Which, admittedly, that might take a minute.
2: But I mean, no, that could be just you know the one step on the road to
1: damnation type of thing. That's the other thing is once they've killed some loyal brothers, once you know some humanology for, a and for a pound. snuck in The chaos corruption takes hold and like it or not GW writes chaos corruption is just kind of taken over
2: uh huh. bummer
1: yeah bummer not the way I chose to go but <laughs> I think a valid one if no, if yeah, you want to write traitor imperial fests um and then there's a place that everyone thought I was going to go to, the Dornian Heresy. Uh, <laughs> it is, of course, an alternate, uh, alternate universe of the Horus Heresy, in which it is Dorne who turns on the Emperor instead of Horus.
2: Hold on, I can hear Stephen running through the internet at us.
1: Right, he's going to be—he's going to be it. mad that he missed this episode mm-hmm. <laughs> for a number of reasons, frankly. <laughs> um, oh, that shit talking he missed out on, me. right? Leaving us in peace. Enjoy,
2: enjoy <laughs> our little yellow guys. <laughs> they get enough hate in this cast, I, mean, I
1: think. Right. But yeah, uh, there's the Dorney Heresy. I myself don't know a ton about it, but I know a lot of people like it, and it's a great excuse to do some really heavily traitorified Imperial fists.
2: So I, I have not read. The, the entirety of it I know the gist of it is Dorn kind of feels slighted by I think by Horus you know becoming war master or something like that and uh, he puts on the pain glove which mm-hmm. you know hasn't shown up in 30k yet I'm, I'm interested to see if it will and while he's wearing that pain glove you know sort of just you know suffering you know I don't know, thinking about Arrakis and whatnot. Sure. Uh, you know, he, uh, he, he, you know, has a warp incursion into his brain and turns traitor and, you know, drags, you know, half the legions with him, and that's the Dornian Heresy. Uh, you know, you could try to run with that, you know, some particular Imperial fist unit that felt particularly slighted. Or, you know continuing in that vein you could say hey you know here's uh you know your hq is a librarian and he didn't feel like going into a vault for seven years yeah and so he decided to cut and run and take his boys with him that's actually i I could that that might be even the most plausible to me
1: yeah uh that's that's a really good one Um. damn you gonna join me jared
2: no absolutely not why not <laughs> do it i i can't i physically cannot bring myself to run a librarian do it i, I can't do it i know they're good i know they're fluffy i know i can yeah. i even have a bunch of models i i have a librarian in terminator armor i've got like literally seven or eight Knights errant that i could just run as librarians or as a and it would be you know perfectly a-okay and i, I just think you know
1: and, what let, let's talk about that for a moment. Mm. Librarians and esoterists, to a lesser degree. Um, we agree that they that theme profists use them. Oh, yeah. Um, but let's defend that a little bit. Because um, it, it is lore that Dorne had them all locked up in the vanox. Yep. Um, a little asterisk on all. It, uh, yeah, because, I mean... If
2: you read solar war there's four guys in there (laughs) I'm pretty sure in a legion of you know what like 80,000 guys yeah there's gonna be more than four
1: maybe not much more than four but there's gonna be more than four
2: yeah maybe ten maybe eight yeah but more than 20 yeah yeah I I, I don't think that'd be crazy not four not four Yeah. I think John French had to work within the confines of a book and yeah a novel rather
1: so the question becomes all right why didn't the librarian lock himself up in the phalanx before the horse race um, i think there's some easy answers to that one they were posted on the you know ascend to beyond and it just took them a while to you know finish the paperwork and I'd get everything squared away before shipping out and then there was a ruin storm and they couldn't get back Yep. classic answer for doing a weird imperial fist force um, then there's the answer that crops up a couple times during the heresy of they didn't manifest their powers until during the heresy uh, and it turns out this lightning shooting out of my hand is real great for killing demons mm-hmm. uh, best make some use of it
2: which by the way is totally supported in the novels Um, in the old, 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 old Inquisition Wars novels, which were, like, some of my all-time favorite Warhammer books. uh, There's an Imperial Fist force that's, like, going through the webway, and one guy, like, took a knock on the head and gets a psychic awakening from it. And the captain's like, yay, you'll be a librarian! And then he looks over, and that guy's like, been hit by a flamer or something like he's he's consumed in warfire like oh maybe not
1: Uh, Uh, well maybe next time
2: it'd be that way in the
0: 41st Um,
2: but no that's 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 totally a thing that's you know supported in the fluff it's it's good to
1: go Uh, um then there's the last one of if you're doing a siege of terra force they got let out yeah they did Prior to the trader's landing. Huh. Prior to the landings they were let out and never put back in. So feel free to go hog wild with it. And
2: it's and... not I I would have to go back and, and reread everything if I'm not doing it. I don't think it's explicitly said that they're all in encased entombed, you know, cask of amontilladoed in the phalanx. You know, maybe there were some in
1: you know. That bastion. Huh. I I thought they were, but if not, then that's excellent. I think it's um, kind of understood Okay, that they are. Gotcha.
2: Um, but I don't know if it's ever actually explicitly said like, all of them were in this one room. Huh.
1: Um, and if you do want to run a uh, Imperial Pist librarian, uh, telekinesis is up on little psychic discipline that fits with the classic demeanor of the chapter very well uh Telekine dome lets you erect a you know force field over the librarian that gives units around him a uh, four pinball damn uh while he doesn't move dang yeah just put up a just build a little wall you know wow uh
2: what's the one that makes just like auto pins a unit
1: yeah, that's telepathy.
2: Okay, yeah, that's.
1: Yeah. yeah. If, if you want Telepathy. If you're playing a tournament for some reason, yeah, take telepathy. <laughs> if you want to play with something a little more fun and uh, play a little more friends. Floppy, uh, telekinesis is on the opposite page and also very cool. That, that's uh, honestly, cool, most of these are pretty cool. Uh, but that one jumped out immediately to me as being very in line with classic Imperialist thinking. You know, build a wall and make mm-hmm. those basic units even better because now they have a 50 50 chance of withstanding a last cannon. No, that, that totally makes sense. Um, and I think if you want to run an esoterist that's even easier to justify because they don't mm-hmm. start out shooting lightning bolts out of their hand, they start out learning. Yeah. Um, learning about some of the more deadly enemies that they're going to be facing. And then later they figure out how to shoot lightning out of their hands. Uh, That's not bad. All right. Let's see. What other uh, units do people really not like to see in Imperial Fist armies? Uh,
2: it's been brought up. Uh, destroyers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was
1: probably on Facebook.
2: Yeah, yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I've seen it brought up, you know, did Imperial field destroyer companies, did, you know, is this a fluffy choice for my army? The answer, of course, is yes. Um, you know, if you look on page 242, uh, Libra Astartes, uh, right in the middle of the page, you see a destroyer squad mark for pauldron.
1: Yeah. And uh, that goes back to the whole... We do our duty, and we do it with our own with our own hands. Yeah, you know, if it needs to be burnt to the ground, the Imperial Fists are going to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
2: You know, as an expansion to my Hammerfall list uh, that I brought to Nova, I plan on adding a destroyer squad. Uh,
1: Destroyers are fun.
2: Yeah, I've got a
1: squad of them, and they're they're a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, and you know if if the world is burning down around you and you're stuck on Terra and the, you know, the walls are breached, you know, who cares about the rad weapons you're using?
1: It's not like a little bit of phosphex is going to make the situation worse.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Would you rather have phosphex or demons?
1: Right. Burn them. You know, destroyers were there to combat the most egregious enemies the Imperium ever fought. Uh, and traders definitely qualify absolutely yeah uh, doubly so once they become all de- demonified at Terra yep um
2: yeah one thing that deserves probably an honorable mention mm-hmm. uh the spoiler squads yeah um, so far I think the only person who's made the spoiler squads like in our group or that I saw it at Novo was me yeah, Fred and Purifus. yeah um, you know, I made 30 guys for, for Nova, painted them up, and, you know, I'll be I'll be straight with you. Just in terms of how they perform, you're going to get more mileage out of an attack squad.
1: Particularly Imperial Fists, because... Um, yeah, yeah. Our hitting on, you know, shooting attacks hitting on two is a lot more beneficial to the tactical Marines than the, the spoiler squad.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, that being said you should still feel welcome running I mean, them yeah just, and
2: you know I've, I've used them a couple of times even outside of nova just as a um, you know running them with tech marines or just running them alongside a dreadnought or something um, hey they're a fun unit and you know the the army i made for for nova was specifically based around uh sigismund's and fafnir's sort of push uh during the, uh, the events of Warhawk and uh, you know, that that specific, you know, hey, we're here to take heads, we're here to kill you with the, the most extreme prejudice, one-on-one mano-a-mano um, all seven so, at the time. Yeah, despoilers felt more apropos for that, so that's what I went with. Um, yeah. And, you know, they did fine. They did what they were they were there to do which was kind of you know stay there for two turns while I waited for my reserve rolls to come in and then you know run forward and you know what they did okay
1: yeah um I will say I want to get some a couple squads I'm just holding out for plastics yeah I think that's Um, because you know mechanically I think deep striking to spoilers is going to work a little better than deep striking tacticals Oh yeah! Um, just oh, get yeah. that charge off with a couple of, uh, special melee weapons, yeah. uh, and then with the changes to Zone Mortalis, uh, things geared towards close combat are just doing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm thinking I might could save some points and instead mm-hmm. of giving my Tactical Marines chainswords, just run to spoilers.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, but uh, I'm waiting for plastics.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think. uh I think everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once we get an Assault Marine box, and once we get a Despoiler box, I think the the meta in that regard changed drastically. Um, yeah. I do think Despoilers are in a weird spot just in 2.0 in general, in that, you know, if you're playing with a mission with objectives, you've got a squad that has 12-inch belt pistols. Um, so maybe you're... You know, sitting on a backfield objective or something, they're not really putting out any shots. Um, and you know, maybe that's just you know what you need in that particular moment. Um, but it is a little weird. Yeah, because you know you want to be pushing forward with them, you want to get them into combat, but maybe that's not exactly what you need for that specific
1: mission. I feel like you just need to be mindful of what they're there for. If mm-hmm. they're going to be pushing forward. And yep. You need another unit to hold that backline objective. Yeah. Be it a tactical squad or uh, bring a Castellan.
2: I do think they they work really well alongside tactical squads,
1: which makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: Very fitting. Um,
1: the other unit that comes to mind that uh, I could see they're being pushed back against. I haven't seen this myself. But uh, how do people feel about Imperial Fists and bikes?
2: That's a fantastic question. Okay. I mean, I've got like 30 bikes. Yeah. But that's because I, I, I found a deal on Facebook.
1: <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough.
2: You know, no, I, I, I do think they're seen as less of a fluffy choice, um, but they're not. Uh, I think they're really good, particularly you know, the amount of shots with your twin link bolters that you know your basic outrider squads are putting out. Um,
1: I'm thinking you know if you're on some uh, Mad Maxian hellscape world, fighting uh, a running engagement, you will want to be able to move quick, and yeah. bike's yeah. going to help with that. Um, and again sometimes you gotta hit a flank you gotta move quick and then girl fists are gonna do it with their own hands yep um, so it, as I said I don't know that I've seen anyone speak speak against bikes hopefully not because no
2: I, I haven't seen anyone directly say like no bikes are bad but I've yeah. very 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 rarely actually seen people take them um, yeah for what that's worth Uh okay the times that I've used them, they're fun. Uh, they're real, real fun, and I think they're they're going to be even better in two um, okay. Particularly with options like everybody can take a power weapon now, so you know, stick lances on your bikes and you know, hit it at high five, strength five. Um,
1: lances look cool. Lances, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm looking for an excuse to get some.
2: <laughs> I think the excuse can be, I, I you want some
1: yeah <laughs> All right. um, so i guess we talked a little bit about like my army theming theming mm. uh do you have a particular theme for your army or themes uh or is it just that yellow is the best color so i have so many
2: imperial fists that i i kind of can pick a theme and run with that okay um, you know, this Nova, it was you know, Sigismund and, you know, Big Templar Assault um, I loved running Pollux and, you know sort of Survivors of Fall lists with Stone Gauntlet uh, in years past um, but I do have a handful of just weird lists, like like when I run bikes um, you know, list be centered around uh you know, sort of hit-and-run missions around the Ring of Iron fighting on Mars.
1: Uh, oh, that's cool. One, uh, there. Yeah,
2: there's, like, one little sentence in Solar War where they they mention uh, Imperial Fist kind of, you know, putting aside their, uh, you know, the attack bikes and all, and, uh, and you know, the sniper rifles and the stuff they were using to fight the Mechanicum and going out to their ships and You know, going out and fighting in the void. Um, I I cannot remember exactly how John French phrased it or anything, but it it was just mentioned uh, that they were they were kind of fighting like that, and yeah, that I always thought that was cool as hell. Um,
1: That's that's another great theme for a non traditional imperial imperial fist army. Yeah.
2: Um, I do plan on. making a castellan at some point and running a sort of a tactical company. Um, basically like the guys who would be on the wall. Um, uh, I, I got a list here, um, that I've been working on. It's basically, uh, a, a, uh, a castellan leading the force, um, uh, a champion with a jump pack, uh, of uh, that squad that would go on a Rhino with the Castellan, um, 60 TAC Marines, 20 Assault Marines, and, and the rest is just three heavy support squads uh, one with LAS cannons, one with Volkite Culverns, and one with Assault Cannons. Um, and the theme is volume of fire.
1: Yeah. Um, just that, shooting that sounds as like many a nasty bullets list. as possible. Uh, yeah. Just the number of bodies you'd be putting down on the table. Yeah, yeah, Whew. honestly. And
2: you know, I've the only. That's what one hundred twenty right now. Mm-hmm. I think so. Good lord. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's exactly one hundred twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, with you know, with that. You know, these are the guys holding the wall. Is 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 my you know fluff? Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, you know, I think it I think it'd be a fun little list to do. Um, that's probably gonna be my next next Nova. Uh, I got another list I'm checking out, and this is years down the road, if at all, uh, of you know, sort of a specifically anti-demon list. Mm. Um, that also kind of serves to use some of the some of the units from the uh the PDFs
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know the the legacy of the age of darkness um uh, to kind of you know yes these are b tier units um but hey we can still use them they can still be fun um i i don't know if i'm ever actually going to run this list i might um, but it'd be uh, 10 nullificators with disintegrators which uh, is 685 points by the way
1: Jesus uh,
2: Christ
1: that can be a larger man.
2: yeah uh, with 10 destroyers with Volkites um, and a Crassus assault transport which I think it's got a capacity of like 40 okay. 35 something like that um, and then three vet squads with like minor combi weapons um, and as many lightning claws as I could fit um, in three land raiders so you're fully mechanized just kind of running up the table and as soon as you get out whatever you shoot at is going to go away
1: that sounds really fun as well yeah, You've got some fun sounding lists you're sitting on.
2: You should, thank you, thank
1: you. You, I, you should pull those together. I
2: I so the the Castellan list, all I need is twenty assault marines and a champion on a jump pack.
1: So one box whenever the GW yeah, releases yeah. the plastics. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I
2: can I can make that happen very, very easily. Um the other list needs a little bit of a That'll, that'll require some purchasing probably some printing yeah to be honest. <laughs> i don't even know forge World makes the the
1: Crassus transport anymore mm. probably not i'd love to get some nullificators as well they look interesting
2: i dearly dearly hope they get models yeah um, there's some cool 3d printed sculpts out there for them and oh. like jesse made me uh made me some for one of our Secret Santa's many years ago. So I've got five. Yeah. Um, um, and uh I, I Jason actually sculpted me a, a Primus nullificator.
1: I think uh Jesse was converting them using the hammers or the maces or whatever they are mm-hmm. from yeah. the uh sisters battle armor things. No, they're uh
2: they're from oh man, Dark Angels Deathwing.
1: The ah, Deathwing trackers. Okay. Yeah. Deathman. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Because uh, I had used some in the past before, um, you know, back when I really wanted to make the Terminators, but Forge World hadn't come out with the Storm Shield kit yet. Right. So they were the only uh, right handed, you know, hammer type things gotcha. I could find. Um, so I've got, I think I've got like 10 or 15 um, of them, like modeled with that yeah and yeah they it's a it's a great little arm swap
1: neat i might have to see about tracking some of those down next time i have some extra cataphracty lying around
2: yeah i think uh, there might be some ebay sellers that do them like you know 10 at a time or something yeah
1: they they usually are if not it's the age of 3d printing amen also in the Legacy's pdf uh there's the indominus got a nice little upgrade. In oh, the Errata. Yeah. Uh, they are now line if taken in a Pride of the Legion army. That's cool. Yeah. So you can take, you know, two squads of cataphracti to be given line. Mm-hmm. Then a couple squads of Indomitus, uh, give them the shields so they can be um, you know, Cataphracty minis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give you plenty of line and then Fill out the rest with uh, storm, shield, storm Shield Tartarus going around whacking and cool. things. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, nice little Terminator army. And Deep Strike, however, however much you want to pay for. <laughs> yeah. So I played a game the other week, and I had the first time Deep Strike completely failed on me.
2: That's, I, I remember you talking about that, yeah. and that was my dread all of nova
1: turn three they just wouldn't come on oh. and uh, the pesky alpha legion was able to kill off my last unit mm. um we did keep playing assuming that i made that roll. yeah
2: yeah
1: um and i came near tabled them uh when we kept playing but the record shows that uh, the moral victory they did not come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah so deep strike you still gotta be careful with. Yeah. I do like
2: that though. It's you know yes. it's such a powerful rule and mechanic that you know and get yeah. some risk factored in.
1: I think they they did a good job with it. Absolutely. Well, speaking of which this is a little bit off topic, but um, something I wanted to get your opinion on. I've encountered a couple TOs now who when I was running Solar Marshall just let me take that bonus against whoever i was playing uh be they traitor or loyalist what are yeah. your thoughts on that i mean
2: it's not a loyalist only is it
1: uh, it is loyalist only and it calls out the benefit is only for uh only one fighting traitors.
2: yeah i mean i'm not gonna call the police on
1: it <laughs> neither am i i'm benefiting from it <laughs> But also, well, it, that's a really strong warlord trait.
2: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I would not be supportive of that if it was an event I was running. Okay. But, but you know, hey, it's, it's not my event, so they won't
1: allow it. And it's certainly not the end of the world.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's I, really not. I mean, it's,
1: I, I do feel like it's part of the balance, though, is that if you're fighting a loyalist, you don't get to use most of it you do still get yeah. the extra reaction mm. um but yeah it's it's just so strong i was yeah. surprised to, yeah. that anyone was allowing that
2: um, well you know most of our our uh, you know eos are, are, are you know exceedingly laid back that, that's a good point
1: and we do like the laid back eo amen um,
2: i would not want it any other way
1: it's a lot more pleasant than the alternative
2: yeah seriously
1: Okay, uh, just...
0: Hey, everybody, this is Jesse. Once again, thanks for uh, hanging out with us on the Remembrancers Retreat. Uh, we'll be getting back to normally scheduled programming here real soon in next uh, week or two. As always, I'd like to thank all of our patrons, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Captain Sasquatch, Chap Lanisar, Chris Mack, of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdall, Mr. Bulwick, Nicholas Quenga, Rena the Fluth, Sar Luther. Taco Tuesday or Bus 22, Rock and Roll McDonald's, Variance Hammer, and Zachary Thompson. Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, Gore Crow, Life Subaquatic, M. Tanzer, Matthew Andresio, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, The Zoi, Void Emporatrix, and Winter. Our Legion Sergeants, Aircraft Terrier, Bulfarius, Dale Jones, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Hard Fries, Jay DeSales, John, Jonathan Crane, Carl, Noah Atkins, Falsa Dax Monstrosa, and Travis Smith. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. If you'd like us, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rr 30 k podcast. Visit our website, rr30k.com. And if you enjoy our program and like to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash rr30kpodcast. Thanks again. Keep those dice rolling, and we'll see you real soon.
1: Uh, so yeah, uh, short version, Imperial Fists, you can do anything with them, and they are in fact better than every other Legion, what you've heard is true. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing how that works, folks. All right,
2: have a good night, but... everybody. later, folks.